0: Somebody shout, hallelujah. You are welcome to the episode three of season one of Biblical Phonesis. In this season, we started with a review of True Notes, uh, the book that focuses on authentic leadership by P. George. Uh, We have addressed a range of issues, starting with the Raid, Leader, Leader that started with the Raid. We are also looking at motive trap in episode two. In this episode, beloved, we will be looking at four compass enablers. Four compass enablers. True not essentially is a synonym for for moral compass. So we look at four compass enablers. We all agree, as we have laid the foundation from the first episode, that the range of issues that we need to address as Christian leaders, when, for example, when one is passed over for a new road, a new road as a temptation to change course or to jump ship. Following the true not in this situation, following your moral compass in, the, in this situation, it's very, very important. That is why in this episode we address how do we lead with purpose and passion? How do leaders follow their compass and not their clock in difficult situations? In other words, what is the purpose of our individual leadership in the household of God and where we work as Christian leaders? That is what we are looking at in this episode. When you, when, what, what is the purpose of your leadership if you ask yourself? Why are, why are people following you? Are you able to follow your true note? Are you able to follow your... passion come from their life stories, myself inclusive? So by understanding the key event of our lives and reframing them in the light of the gospel, we are able to, to know our passion. And one key way to, to understand our passion is the effect it has on people. For example, empowering people to lead is very crucial if you're a Christian leader. If mutual respect provides the foundation for bringing out the best in people, then certainly there are steps needed to empower them. Some of the steps will include showing up when the, the matter when it matters most, engaging our people, both peers and people that are above us, helping our teammates, helping peers, challenging leaders like ourselves to do better, stretching our people to bring the best out of them. And those who engage a wide range of people, not just people that laugh with you all the time. That means being with them face to face, inquiring about their work, their family, their personal life and their career, and be open and vulnerable when they need call for it. So authentic leaders help their teammates, whether it is with a personal problem or a career problem, by counseling them, offering suggestions and assisting them in making vital that are, that are, decisions that will take their life forward. We, beloved, we can take an example of purpose and passion. We start with the example of Moses. Moses always encouraged the people to realize their purpose and calling when he was leading the Israelite. This great leader that we all like to to remember. If we look at Deuteronomy four, thirty-two to forty, Deuteronomy four thirty-two to forty. We see that I was able to lead his, his countrymen in, in turning them to go towards God all the time, faithfully, and imparting them with a sense of destiny. When we as leaders project our vision and create an atmosphere of expectancy among the people that we are leading, we are able to take them forward. We are able to make positive contributions. We are able to create the right atmosphere. In Moses' example, you will see in Deuteronomy 4, 32-40, that he was able to create a sense of destiny. A sense of destiny. He communicated a sense of God's call on the Israel's future. A future in which they are destined to fulfill. Of course, because of one, the story we know very well, he was not able to get to the promised land himself. Also, he created a sense of family. Moses convinced the people that they will enter the land together. Cooperatively, we are stronger together. That's why it's important as leaders that we, we invest our time in empowering our people, in leading our people. That is why we say leadership is about influence and relationships. Then Moses also called Israel to do what it, it takes to, to enter the land. So they, they did what it took to enter the promised land, they paid the price, the Israelite pays the price. So, number one enabler of of, uh, of of our moral compass is knowing our purpose. Knowing our purpose. Knowing our purpose. Also, knowing our purpose implies that our purpose is closely aligned to our passion. Beloved, when we look at Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, Verse one to three, we understand that when we have passion, when we have purpose, we must run it with passion. It's, it that that particular text developed the theme of endurance. It, it it's, we we already know from verse level of Hebrews that there were men of and uh, women of faith that made it because they were passionate about their cause, about what God has asked them to do. So, if the, if the key to purpose is, is, is passion, we must also not lose our perspective as leaders. So, we have to consider three things as leaders when it comes to running with passion. We have to consider who we are leading and why we are leading. What is our motive, like we said in the previous, previous episode. Then we have to consider ourselves as well we have to consider jesus are we leading like jesus are we running our race like jesus jesus ran his own race and endured hardship by fixing his eyes on the reward not earthly reward we must follow jesus example when we are leading we must have a determined attitude when we are leading we must have a determined attitude in order to stay on the mission so Number three enabler is staying on the mission. Even in difficult situations, even when we are posted outside of our comfort zone, we have to stay on the mission at all times in order for us not to lose our way, not to lose our true note. If we take an example of Apostle Paul in Philippians 1, Philippians 1, 12 to 18, 12 to 18, Apostle Paul might have been, forgiving did then choosing to take a little sabbatical as he sat in prison, awaiting his trial. Yet he used this opportunity to advance the gospel. If you look at Philippians 1, 12. Philippians 1, 12. So it, it, there is a, a personal sense of purpose in the way Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul moved about with preaching the gospel. He kept us smiling he kept on encouraging even in difficult situations. He understood that leaders can either surrender to circumstances or they can surrender to a cause that is greater than them. So he, he, he moved with he move with purpose, he move with passion. So we need to consider as leaders if our purpose is what is motivating us, if our purpose will keep us. Keep our power trees straight at all times. If our purpose is able to develop our potential, if our purpose will give us power to live in the present, present even as we fix our eyes squarely on making it to heaven, and if our purpose will help us to evaluate our progress in our work with God, are we imparting people around us? Wish this, this self reflection as leaders now. Mandate that as leaders, every one of us we must not shy from checking ourselves from time to time. And First Peter five one to four gave us example of how we can conduct a leadership check in this contest. Beloved, leadership check touched upon our motive again. Motive is so crucial to leading anyway we are we are we find ourselves in any role. If you look at First Peter five one to four. We see here that at the end of his first letter, Peter provided a motive check for us as leaders. He he calls us to lead and serve voluntarily. He called us not to ensure that we do not serve a selfish gain. Rather, we must be eager to do God's will wherever we find ourselves. We must not be so so eager to 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 get ahead of every person as if we are in a competition where one the, the strongest the, the strongest must survive so he, 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 we must serve as an example not as an overlord to anyone so as leaders we must conduct this leadership check from time to time we must ask ourselves when we lead do we remember the suffering of Jesus Christ, when we make decisions, will Jesus Jesus do the same? We have to be constantly aware. We have to constantly reflect on that. When we shepherd, we shepherd a flock. Do we do it out of a sense of obligation or privilege? I repeat that check again. Do we do it as a sense of obligation or a privilege? And when we serve, are we motivated by the will of God or that of men? Or are we motivated by stomach infrastructure, as we say it in Nigeria? When we minister, are we driven by personal gain or godly passion? Personal gain, so that when something happens, we refer to ourselves instead of referring to Christ. So that people, the goodwill that should be, the direction of, of our congregation that should go to Jesus Christ comes to us. And people come to give us brown and white envelope. And when they don't do that, we take, we take offense. When we are influencing others, do our life reflect the life of Jesus Christ? Is he providing an example? And when we are sacrificing are we able to wait for the reward from God or we are fighting ferociously for immediate payback from either the organization or the people around us. These six leadership are very very crucial. We can find them in Maswell Leadership book. It, It is important as leaders for us to be reflective. So if you look at Four enablers that we have shared in this episode, know your purpose, for lady, run with passion, have godly perspective about your purpose, stay on the mission as Apostle Paul did, Philippians chapter 1, and conduct you check from time to time, so that you can stay on course. And so, beloved, our reason quote for this episode. The first one is taken from Proverbs 19.21. Proverbs 19.21 that says, If you can make many plans, but the Lord' purpose will prevail. The Lord' purpose will prevail. It means our purpose for leading must align with the Lord's purpose so that we don't derail, so that we don't miss the point. So our purpose must align with the Lord's purpose. Why? Because the Lord' purpose will prevail. In fact, it's important to align our purpose to the purpose of the Lord. Because when we look at uh, the second wisdom quote for this episode in Psalm 33 verse 10, it says, The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing, and he makes the plans of the people of no effect. So, our plans must align with God as ordained. Therefore, our our pablica fronises practical wisdom for this episode implies that as Christian leaders, we must not follow the clock. We must not be moved by situations or circumstances or events. Rather, we must be moved by God's purpose for our life. We must know and follow our compass. We must run our race with passion, purpose, and the right perspective for God. We must stay on the mission like Apostle Paul and Jesus Christ did. And more importantly, we must routinely conduct leadership check, the six check that we have outlined in this episode. Then we have to have at least three core leadership qualities. We must be focused. For example, Jesus Christ helped Peter to regain his focus. You can read John 21 when Peter was in difficult situation. That is why effective ministers, workers, and pastors should be people that are focused to have impact. The impact will not be that for personal gain. Then, passion will help us to locate our purpose. We have addressed that very well. Effective ministers of God must lead with purpose and passion. We must also remember that positive attitude will strengthen our purpose. You know, Jesus Christ speaking on asking and receiving in Matthew 7 7 to 12 implies that positive ministers of God must communicate confidence, hope, and excitement to inspire the people around us, especially people that, are, that we are leading. Beloved, our final quote for, for the episode says, Don't push your most loyal people to the point that they no longer care. Because if you do, you run the risk of pushing away great talent while settling for mediocrity. That is from Leadership First. Let us pray. Father, let your purpose and cancer for our life as Christian leaders, let them be realized in the mighty name of Jesus. Any plan that we may have that contradicts your purpose for our life, Lord Almighty, by your mercy, delete them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, as Your Word has clearly stated in Proverbs, let Your counsel, let it prevail in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Beloved, if you are blessed with this episode, we urge you to spread the message as you apply practical wisdom in your daily life. You can join us either online or. On site, the uh, review Christian President of God, Restoration House, Blue Fountain. Please do not hesitate to send your comments and questions via our platforms that are available to you. Remain blessed. Huh?